With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Marinero, Sean Starr. It's the Sick Podcast with NFL Wild Card Weekend around the corner here. And, of course, this podcast, the Sick Podcast, and you can follow us on our Instagram handle at the Sick Podcast and our Facebook page, the Sick Podcast. Like it and share it with your friends. Is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Look at Sean Starr with his Chicago Bears hoodie. What up, Playa? How you doing, bud? Bears, I've I've worn this uh, Bears hoodie for two days in a row. We're taping on Friday. It is, what time is it? It's uh, just before 2.30 in the afternoon on Friday, Tony. I've worn this uh, since uh, Thursday. I don't plan on taking it off until about 8 o'clock-ish, 9 o'clock-ish on uh, Sunday night. That's the plan. I'm going to sleep in this. I'm going to make love in this. I'm going to shower in this. I'm going to eat in this. I'm going to pee in this. I'm going to do everything. The, The Bears. Here we go. Wow. Good for you. Okay. It sounds like you're going to have a great weekend. NFL wildcard weekend, it's basically, Sean, it's kind of like a dream weekend for football fans, let's be honest, with three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday. And it all kicks off on Saturday with the Colts at the Bills. I'm not going to lie to you, but based on the way the Buffalo Bills have played football in the last month of the season, I'd be hard-pressed to go against the Bills. As a matter of fact, look, I think they're going to win because I think they're for real. But, Sean, the minus seven – it scares me. Does it scare you? No, it's, uh, you know, you're shopping around. If you're at uh, mybookie.ag, as you should for uh, all your NFL action Saturday and Sunday, uh, you're seeing numbers six and a half, seven. You know, the dreaded hook, seven and a half, still doesn't concern me. I'm not going to lie. We know the Buffalo Bills, Tony, are the hottest team. Uh, as we move into the playoffs, Buffalo ranks number one, averaging a league best 34 and a half points per game in the second half. How important is that? That's when Buffalo and good teams start to bury their opposition. That is a key number. No team comes close to the efficiency, the output that Buffalo can do again, 34 and a half points. Now, Indianapolis, nice season, maybe best tackling football team in the NFL. I like their defense. I like Phillip Rivers. Did you know, though, that they have faced the league's easiest schedule? And we know Buffalo's look like a juggernaut, and I think they're peaking at the exact right time. So maybe Indianapolis finds a way to string something together here. They find a way to string some offensive drives together, uh, relying on, on T.Y. Hilton as an example. But again, now you got Josh Norman to deal with. I think ultimately the scenario that plays itself out, Buffalo controls this game from the beginning to the end. I like Buffalo. I love the Bills. Bills Mafia. Throw those dildos on the field. Let's go. Bills minus seven. Did you know that the uh, Indianapolis Colts have the second most first downs in the entire National Football League? Yeah. So what that means to me basically is this. Here's a team that's going to have the ball a lot. 
the Buffalo Bills in the last month have blown out their opponents and they basically, uh, they have the ball most of the time. So they haven't played a team like the Colts in that respect. I do think Buffalo will win. I don't have the courage to bet against them because they've been the best team in football in the last month. No. So I'll say this. My pick is not the Bills. My pick is the over in the football game. Give me the points. We move on to our second pick, and that is Seattle playing host to the Los Angeles Rams. Who do you got? Uh, betting this game at mybookie.ag, seeing numbers anywhere between three and a half. Uh, Seattle at home hosting the LA Rams. We know, Tony, that the uh, Rams and the Seahawks uh, both have injuries leading up to kickoff. Sean McVay, he did tell reporters that he's not going to announce a starting quarterback. Jared Goff said if he's called upon, he's ready to go. So the surgery, the injury to his thumb, according to the quarterback, he's ready to go. I love the the Wolford possibility here. I think his live arm could be problematic for Seattle. You know, for the Seahawks, uh, Pete Carroll does say that uh, Jamal Adams, their safety, is going to be go is going to be good to go. He is a game time decision, but ultimately, I think when push comes to shove, Tony, he's going to be there. Uh, the issue in this game for me is Russell Wilson and his limited options offensively. Is he going to be able to find and ultimately exploit holes in that vaunted Rams defense? You know, I'm very tempted to take the Rams in this spot, but with a field goal spread, it tells you the game's going to be close, and that means I'm going to count on Russell Wilson. It's a trust factor. I don't trust uh, the L.A. Rams. I've been burned. I've watched a lot of football involving the L.A. Rams this year, Tony. I, I just I can't bring myself to trust Jared Goff. I don't know how he's going to perform, how the Rams are going to perform. I'm scared of Aaron Donald. I'm going to count on Russell Wilson, last-minute style, yeah. Seahawks win, they cover. Well, the best quarterback usually wins most of the time, but not all of the time. If this game was in Los Angeles, I think about it, the fact that it's in Seattle, and Seattle has only lost one game at home thus far this season, and the Rams are a terrible team on the road. Yeah. Uh, they played a couple of weeks ago. Seattle didn't have much of a problem with the Rams at that point. Give me Seattle to win this game. Now, the third game on Saturday is the Washington football team playing host to Tom Brady. I don't remember when was the last time he opened up his postseason on the road, but anyway, he's going to do it, and they're a scary team because he's starting to get in sync with his offense. Yeah, you're betting this game at mybookie.ag uh, with the promo code SICKPICKS. Get 50% deposit bonus uh, for first-time uh, buyers. And I've been going back and forth on this game. This might be an example, like, you know, doing too much homework. That's a thing. Like, you talk yourself into a side. You talk yourself so much into why you think this team is going to beat that team. And it's so easy to convince yourself, Okay. Like, the case for Tampa Bay to win this game is so simple, right? Like, Tampa beats the shit out of bad teams all the time. Washington is a bad team. Therefore, Tampa should win. The Bucs finished the season, Tony, on a four-game winning streak. We know how talented they are on both sides of the ball. Washington's into the playoffs with Alex Smith at 7-9. and nine. But here's the thing. Tom Brady might have some issues in this game. Washington's defense is legitimately good. In terms of fancy stats... They're the second-best defensive team against the pass, and Tom Brady has been lighting it up. But here we go. I'm going to tell you something that changed my mind. Here it is. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers played four games against teams that have top 10 defenses this year. They played New Orleans twice, they played Chicago, and they played the L.A. Rams. I'm going to, I'm going to spare you the drama. Tampa went 0-4 against those two teams. Brady, in those games, completed under 59% of his passes, averaging 5.6 yards per pass attempt. He threw five touchdowns and got picked off seven times. Eight and a half points, Washington 
stays within the number. I'm going to take eight and a half in Washington. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game because they're clearly better, although Washington is very good on defense. I just I don't trust Washington to cover. But what I do trust is Washington to say that the type of game that gives them the best chance against Tampa, seeing as they're playing at home, is to try and make it a defensive game, try and make life very difficult for Brady, try and keep the ball out of his hands as much as they can. So for Washington to have a chance, I can't see it being an offensive game. So well, that's the thing, though. But that's the thing. You're 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 right. You're you're right. I I I see where you're coming from. But like, yeah. there's the, there is a chance. Like Tampa Bay's defense is great, so they could totally shut down Alex Smith all day, and and yeah. the game will be over early. It's totally possible. But there's also a chance that maybe the play calling against that defense is going to be conservative. Maybe there's a chance that the defense gets to Tom Brady and he plays conservatively and. It surprises some people, and maybe he gets off kilter a little bit. Washington's good enough to make that happen. I could see both sides. So with the points, my point remains. Um, I think Washington can stay within 10. All right, there you have it. Those are our three games on Saturday. We get to the three wildcard games on Sunday. The Baltimore Ravens visit the Tennessee Titans with the Titans as a home dog at plus three and a half. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I am absolutely torn on this one, and I'm going to tell you why. Before the season started, I picked the Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Midway through the season, that prediction wasn't looking very good. Lo and behold, they've won their last five games. They're looking unbelievable. Uh, Jackson is playing his best football of the season. They're running the game. They're running the ball better than they have all season. The Tennessee Titans have the best running back in the game. They're playing at home. They have a coach who I don't think will be outcoached. They do give up a ton of points. But this is a a team, Tennessee, that on a bad day can score 28. So I am absolutely torn. I'm not going to, I think Baltimore is going to squeak it out, but I'm not going to lie to you. I am staying away from this one. I'm staying away. I love this game. I love the Titans in this spot. I love the three and a half points. I'm going to take all three and a half. Nothing like you, nothing would surprise me in this game. I could totally see Tennessee scoring 40. I could see uh, Baltimore scoring 40 in this game. I could see so many different things happening here. And to your point, like Baltimore finished the season going five and one. The only game they lost to Tennessee when they didn't have Lamar Jackson, they had Robert Griffin third. And in terms of their offense, we know they don't have a ton of wa- uh, weapons at the wide receiver position. Hollywood Brown is their go-to guy, uh, but they are the most dynamic rushing team in football. We haven't seen a team this prolific on the ground in the last five seasons in the National Football League. But I love Tennessee's offense. I really do. I think it's electric. I think Derrick Henry's a bully. I think Derrick Henry's going to dummy a whole bunch of guys once again, like he did last year. Maybe not to the level that Tennessee provides an upset at home in yeah. Nashville. But I do. I do, Tony. I'm going to take the three and a half points. I think this is going to be the barn burner game of mega wildcard weekend. Good for you. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I almost feel like I'm a chicken today to stay away from what is the most exciting game on paper in yeah. the entire NFL. And I, I usually, you know what? I usually don't chicken away from things, but I'm not going to lie to you. I just, I, I, on. I put I'm your torn. balls on the table, make a pick. I think I'm torn because they're kind of like my two favorite teams to watch. Uh, with with obviously with Kansas City in the mix as well. All right, uh, game number two on Sunday are the Chicago Bears, yeah. who are a huge, huge dog at New Orleans. Correct. 
uh, 10 points, depending on where you're going. You're looking at this game at mybookie.ag. Chicago has uh, done a heavy dose, really, of, of play action with Mitch Trubisky. It's what they tend to do. It does work out well, and it's going to be problematic, I think, for New Orleans. What this comes down to for me is my belief that Mitch Trubisky, with the Bears defense that is heating up again, Trubisky's going to be able to gain ground with his legs. And he's going to be able to pick up first downs. And he's going to be able to move the ball. The Saints are going to be without Michael Thomas. I don't think Drew Brees is the best quarterback to take the field this week. I think he's maybe even the third best quarterback. He's not the same Drew Brees. He didn't have a great year. He had an okay year, not by Drew Brees standards. But I'm banking on the Chicago Bears and Mitch Trubisky. I can't believe I'm saying that. But I can't believe I'm saying that. Trubisky and his play action. Tony, they stay within the number. Give me the points with Chicago. You know what, Sean? I got to tell you, that's a huge number. I don't trust New Orleans to cover this number. It's a big number. I, I, and I don't remember when was the last. Look, I, I, they're going to win the game. Yeah. Uh, are, uh, especially playing in New Orleans, obviously. They're going to win the game. But this number is way too big for me. And and the season for Drew Brees has been a little bit of up and down. And there's 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 been some games missed. And uh, the Saints, you know, at one point looked like they could be the best team in football. Another point, they looked like. I'm not so sure that they're in the top five power rankings type of thing, or they could be five or they could be six. Um, I know that Chicago is a team full of disappointments, and it's also been a roller coaster for them. That number is way too big. The Chicago Bears are starting the game with a 10 nothing lead on the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to go with Chicago to cover the spread on this one. Yeah, you know, as I was saying, you know, Mitch Trubisky, fifth in efficiency in play action, the Saints defense, 23rd in that category. So that that is going to be an element. So if you're looking for wide receivers, Trubisky passing prop bets at my bookie, uh, definitely watch out for that matchup. It's a mismatch in favor of Chicago. The late game on Sunday night has the uh, Cleveland Browns, who played Pittsburgh about a week ago and beat them, uh, playing in Pittsburgh versus the Steelers with the Steelers a minus six and a half. I say this. We know that a couple of coaches, including the head coach and including the guy who calls the plays, which is the head coach for the Cleveland Browns on offense, that is, is going to be missing from this game for COVID-related reasons. Sean, for me, that is very, very significant. And Baker Mayfield is going to be missing a huge ally by having the guy who calls the plays not there. I think the the the, the Steelers last week took it easy. I think they were coasting, uh, resting some of their guys. I think they're waiting for the Browns. They have an incredible record versus the the uh, the Browns uh, all time. So does Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, I think the Steelers are going to destroy them. It's my pick of the week. It's uh, Pittsburgh's going to roll. Juju Smith-Schuster knows how crappy uh, the Browns are. It's the same old Browns. Yeah, 11 wins, that's fine. Uh, Kevin Stefanski not being there changes everything. I don't even know how you analyze a game without the coach there. Kevin Stefanski, not only does he call the plays, uh, he's an excellent in-game decision maker. And Baker Mayfield's going to miss it, Tony. It's my play of the week. I'm banking on Pittsburgh to roll Cleveland Sunday night. John, in 30 seconds, tell everyone watching on the Sick Podcast where they can play these games. Yeah, mybookie.ag. You can use the promo code SICKPICKS to get yourself a nice, comfortable deposit bonus. So take advantage of that while you still can. And again, I really love Buffalo minus uh, seven points. I do like the Pittsburgh Steelers minus six, minus six and a half, depending on where you go. I would bet that game today before the number gets even higher. Uh, a slight lean towards the Seattle minus the three points. And am I forgetting anything else? Yeah, I'm going to put my balls on the table. Washington and the points, Chicago and the points. I'll take Chicago. I'll take Pittsburgh. I'll take Seattle. I'll take the over in the Buffalo game. I'll take the under in the Washington game. And I can't wait to talk about this in the next couple of days. Enjoy your football, everyone. And thanks for watching. 
And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet. Win. Get paid.